So today we're gonna talk about Korean dramas and don't, if you're not a drama watcher, don't skip this one. But we're not gonna go that much detail about any of the specific dramas that we're talking about. It's mostly gonna be talking about Korean dramatic narrative television shows, also known as Korean dramas. Kind of the industry as a whole, some of its quirks, some interesting things about why it is the way it is, that kind of stuff. And then also why we are in love with Misang. Today's podcast is brought to you by the never-ending rage we feel for some Korean television shows. Flowers for boys? What boys, boys for flowers? Is that right? Oh my god. Such fantasy bullshit. Like, dream high is everything that's wrong with Korean dramas. Just, I'm not into dream it. How high? And then people... I think this has a rich subject. It is. I get so angry. I get the so enraged. Yes. I get so enraged when Me people too. think like this specific genre, like romantic comedy, we call it rom-com mm. in Korea. Yeah. And that's, I think it's very popular amongst Japanese people and Chinese people and all the Southeast mm. Asian countries. Some are really cute. I like few romantic comedy dramas because this drama is exaggerated, it's well scripted and like I feel like it's definitely ridiculous like nobody does that like nobody actually like have a relationship like that you know i feel like it's a fantasy version however like a lot of things that's important like exported and consumed is like that so the, the, they're soap operas yeah you know opera. it's days of our lives i get why certain people like that story okay that's a genre that's fine telenovelas are great but like even in the latin world there's ones that are actually good that like stand above them but nobody's watching them like nothing like gets sold outside of korea like there's great cinematically great written like it's well shot first of all high Mm. production and really well scripted mm-hmm. and really well acted. They exist. And then they exist and it's very popular amongst Korean people. There's a lot of great dramas. It's like I feel like a lot of people are missing out. I think I so. hate it. I hate it. Look, so here's the deal. Here's here's what we're actually mad at. If Boys Before Flowers and Dream High, if those are your favorite dramas in the world, we ain't mad at it. But watch some other ones because there's better dramas out there. Mm-hmm. So, hey. There better movies out exactly, there. Exactly. Like, you, you can like what you like. We're not telling you to like what you don't like. But what we are saying is that just consider that maybe the big popular ones that you've heard about or the ones that are accessible in your area are not all that's going on in the Korean television world. I mean, there's so many good dramas, actually, in Korea. Like, historical dramas, like... Oh, yeah, the period ones are great. Oh, I love them. The They're, like, yeah, so really good. good. Those really big dramas, like, 60 episodes, right? Oh, yeah. It's that those, like, the epic dramas that has to have a lot of funding and, like, a lot of planning and, like... There's always a period one, which is... I think I started watching when I was, like, six years old. There was one really epic one, which was about a king, and we all sat around. We learned how to bow <laughs> to, the like, the royals. And my dad's bosses came for dinner or something. I think it was, like, started out where you kind of mm-hmm. bow and get, like, little, like, allowances. Yeah, like, which like, is like $10, the... or, like, it's, like, our, like, traditional thing. Yeah, sort of as the mm. Lunar New Year. Yeah, so my mom and dad didn't teach us, but, like, we bowed as if to the royal king. <laughs> and he got so excited. Oh, my God, how do you guys know this? And then they, he gave us 20 bucks instead of 10. <laughs> we got extra points. We thought, like, because we saw this period piece, you know, and it was, like, great. So he was it's just like you've learned our culture. Yeah. You're just like a little sweetening. <laughs> Korean dramas has variety of genres. Definitely, there's medical dramas. 
There used to be sitcoms, not anymore, not much. So there's no Friends, there's no High mm. Met Your Mother, there's no Big Bang Theory, mm. there's none of that. None of that serious. Situational yeah. comedy. There's daytime televisions. And um, what other legal dramas? And what other dramas there are? There's a few fantasy ones. Fantastic yeah. ones. There's a lot of period pieces. There are a lot of period pieces. Some action dramas were there. Like what? Start with this S. Iris. Iris, Iris does not start with an S. Oh, uh, I have an S though. <laughs> it ends with an S. And usually it's romantic comedy. There are medical dramas. There are action movies. Like there is Iris. There is The Good Doctor. There's a few other ones. But generally, I feel like the majority of it is romantic comedy. And mm-hmm. I feel like you don't get a cinematic television program. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no Lost. There's no Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. There's no Sherlock. There's nothing on that scale. And I know that even, you know, 10 years ago, there weren't those movie-like television programs on that scale. That's a new thing for Hollywood and for America, too. But even though there are some dramas that are better than others, you get, like, morning dramas or never as good qualities, like the primetime dramas, for sure. But I do think that there's still a big gap in the variety. I wish that, like, Misang shouldn't have been such a earth-shattering success. There should mm-hmm. be more workplace dramas. Like, why are there not more legal dramas? Why are there not more medical dramas? Why don't we have a, a, a Grey's Anatomy 10-season-running equivalent world, you know? You had an interesting theory about that. There's no seasons. It's an epic six months and then that's it. You, it's like six months and that's like what you all get. And then it's done. It's done. They make a world that's only 24 episodes. The characters never evolve from that world. And mm. one moment of love, you know. That's it. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah, it's really interesting because UK seasons are six episodes. Which I thought was crazy short. Mm. America's are usually 26. 13 or 26. And then Korea's like 14. So that's like so many like dramas get produced each cycle, like each quarter, you know? Different system. Mm, very different system, like fast paced, really fast paced. And there's no coming back if you've, that's done, like one thing is done. JTBC. Also, I'm going to go ahead and say it. JTBC has better dramas. What? Yeah, I mean. Cable drama is where it's at. Yeah, now cable dramas having all the actual funds that allow you to really write. Because like I, I told you, the main broadcasting companies want a sellable, we need a romantic a component yep. to it. They want tried and true, safe. Yeah. So Pretty face, yeah. rom-com, done. Like one of the really big popular ones that got rejected got really popular in JTBC. That was me saying. Because they were like, there's no romantic element here. We can't we can produce this. So but they, me saying was... Literally that was like the, the biggest two, yeah. drama. Biggest drama was 2015. Yeah, oh yeah. I watched it twice and it was still good. I'm making Lee watch it. But yeah. Like... Since we talked about me saying mm. thanks to cable, it came on the television. Okay, let's just like mute it. What do you think so far? We we're uh, just two episodes, right? Two episodes in. Thoughts? Like I, I see your judgment face. Okay, it's really well made. Also, what do you mean well made? Oh, like it's really high production value. Yeah. Like the cinematography is nice, the editing is nice, it doesn't feel cheap. Probably one of the smoothest and most interesting in terms of production oh. dramas I think I've seen. I like that it's not a romance. Yeah, so I like it. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. But? But sometimes there's like some drama conventions that I hate. <laughs> 
they play this like sad music all the time when he's feeling lonely and it just like sets the mood already when yeah exactly it just and wants you to no feel subtlety like, at all and what I told Susie is it's like they took all the conventions of a romantic drama just like pasted them onto this intern situation <laughs> so that part's a little heavy-handed but it's very well made but the second episode's getting interesting with all this interpersonal stuff. Mm-hmm. Introducing the character. Yeah, like his boss is like not a nice guy, but he's also not a bad guy. And I like that it's ambiguous. So I like that part. So now I've seen a few more episodes of Me Sing. Overall thoughts is it's pretty unlike any of the other Korean dramas I've seen. It got much, much, much more interesting. It still definitely has a lot of relatable issues, a lot of relatable problems. Like, the one girl's problem is that, like, she's, like, too much of a go-getter and needs to, like, chill the F down a little bit. The other guy's problem is, like, that his boss keeps taking credit for his work. Like, they have, like, realistic problems. But I think it's so much more interesting the way that the workplace dynamics shift. Like, the team works together. So sometimes the teams are against each other. Sometimes they have each other's back. And all the interns were originally fighting for each other. And then by the end of the season, they're all on each other's side. So that kind of switch was interesting to watch, I think. I really like it's not the same actors. Oh my god. I, I can't even see anything that, okay, I'm gonna shout out Koo Hyesun. I can't see Park shin in it. If anyone is in that, two of them is in any drama, I will never see it. Like if Park shin is in it, I, I don't care. Lee min is in it, I'm never gonna watch it. Sorry, but like, I don't care. I don't think he's a good actor. I don't think so either. I just think he's good looking. It was a big deal because there were like movie stars and they didn't want to do TV and then mm. some people did TV, started doing TV and I thought, oh, maybe TV is okay to do serious Mm-mm. acting. And like sometimes TV actors are not able to really transform to movie stars mm. because it's like an hour, like it's intenser. But like nowadays, the boundary has really loosened up. So a yeah. lot of great movie actors come to do really TV shows. Yeah. always like korea's drama start really really strong first three episodes are the greatest and then i just never like any of the others do you know i have a theory about that because mm. when i thought i was going to be a daytime television editor which is a phase i went through in my life i was like i'm gonna edit soap operas and be the best soap opera editor that ever existed <laughs> i thought it was like going to be a great entry point for me <laughs> okay i was wrong <laughs> Of course. In Korea, sometimes you start editing, but they haven't finished filming the program. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it got even crazier than that. Sometimes they start airing the program before they finished editing it. Literally, they're shooting an hour before they're, like, actually airing it. Which is complete and utter nonsense. So I think maybe that's why, like, they start strong, because they actually, like, had time to script it and get a concept at the beginning. And then all the, like, writing staff is just, like dead and done by the time they're shooting the next episode. I think so, because, like, people, like, they change a lot along the way. It's almost interactive. What people want, they can change it. But I don't necessarily think that's good, because I think that the details are just as important as the big picture. And there was one episode, like, one drama, I don't really remember particularly which one, but, like, it was so popular, people demanded another episode, and they got it, and it was, like, so dragging. So awful. Yeah. The stupidest thing I always hear about it, like Korean guys always complain whenever they go outside of Korea or like who they talk to someone who's interested in like have watched Korean dramas. They're like so like have all this 
notion about like Korean men is gonna be like this. You have this fantasy version of it, right? That's and not then, really how it is. And they're like, yeah, and they try to say like, like yeah, Korean men are not like this, or like Korea is really not like that, but like they already like really have this fan fantasized version stuck to their mind, and they're like, yeah, what what's wrong with this foreign people girls like really Korea? I think marketed really well, and I think it's great that one sector of this like media is doing really well and making money outside of yeah. Korea, but. I think escapism is a real thing. It's a real reason oh, yeah, why people watch things and get into things, you know? And mm-hmm. that's fine. I do that. I'm guilty of that. I reread the same books over and over again because I just love them and want to fall back into the world. Yeah, I watch, like, Netflix forever and ever. But we can distinguish between what is real and what is not real. Mm-hmm. Like, Hollywood really is the dominant cinema market in the world. Mm-hmm. But nobody seems to think that America's really like what you see in Hollywood movies. Nobody thinks that, like, you know, Mission Impossible is how America really is. But for some reason, when it's other countries, you know, it's like... It somehow becomes, like, the the solely indicator of culture. Like, you don't watch a Bollywood movie and think that Indian people break into song all the time. You know know that that's... Fantastic! You suspend your disbelief, but you know that that's like a convention of the media. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it's a little less clear when it comes to other cultures. So I think it's a perfect storm right now. Because I think for many years, dramas were cheesy, and they were mainstream, and they were soap mm-hmm. operas. But the market has matured a lot in Korea. The production quality has always been very high for film. What's happened is that cable televisions are taking more risks with their programming because there's more money. The barrier between television and movies has broken down a lot, so you have an influx of like good actors that are coming. And with success of some dramas that have nothing to do with the, what traditionally works in drama, like Me Thing, there's a case to be made for audiences that aren't interested in the same thing that has been happening since the 90s. Like, there's room for new genres, there's room for new stories, there's room for new actors. And new writers. New writers. I think we're going to see a renaissance in dramas mm-hmm. in the coming years. Yeah, it's already happening. I yeah. can see it. Like, there's so many, like, missing signal. Um, there's another one, Tukebi is another popular one. And I, I think there's a lot of things happening. And I think it's a very exciting time. It's not only my mom and dad watching television. Me, my generation yeah. is obsessed. Going to home at 9 p.m. in a weekday to watch a, a TV Which drama. Which is new. I don't think it was always like that. Yeah, when I was growing up, it was. But, like, not like it wasn't, like... Like, you know, like... It's an old people thing. Television yeah. is usually 40s and 50s in Korea. That's how you reach old folk. Yeah, so I think that's why it's kind of exciting. I think it is exciting. Yeah. It is.